Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to A Girl in Her 20s podcast. It's your host, Kira, and I'm so thrilled because today we have a guest on the episode. And we are joined by our lovely guest, Natalie from Unwind with Nat Podcast. Natalie, I would love for you to give a little intro about yourself. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm so excited. Um, Just a bit about me. So I am actually in San Diego, California. That's where I'm located. But I'm originally from the Bay Area, so Northern California. And I moved down here to study marketing at San Diego State University. And I um, love San Diego so much. So I stayed here after I graduated and got a job working in marketing. And then once furlough happened with quarantine and COVID, I decided to start a podcast. And so that's why I'm here today because we met through that. So (laughs) I'm excited, but yeah, that's just a bit about me. That's awesome. Thank you for the awesome intro. Uh, In today's episode, we'll be getting into all the nitty gritty of uh, body image and insecurity. So actually to start off the episode, I wanted to ask you a little bit more questions about yourself. So uh, why exactly did you decide to start and make podcasts in the first place? So I think it came up because I actually used to blog, like do fashion blogging in high school with my best friend. And I absolutely love that. I actually recently, right before the quarantine had started, was going back and looking at my old Tumblr account because that's where I used to do it. And I was just getting flashbacks and reminiscing. So I called my friend up and I was telling her about it. And then her boyfriend just made a comment. He was like, why not start start a podcast? Because... I guess it's still creative and I felt I got furloughed from my job and I didn't just want to sit around doing nothing every day so I wanted something creative outlet and podcasting I could still be creative through social media because my first job out of college I ran the social media account for a hotel that I was working at and I love that whole aspect but and YouTubing, that takes a lot of editing skills and a lot of time. And I thought podcasting is such a big thing right now. It's not as big as YouTube, but it's growing. And it would be cool to eventually talk to other people about life in our 20s. And so I was like, why not? So I recorded an episode and then here I am. So yeah. I kept going with it and it's so fun. It, it's it's really honestly so cool getting to meet other people in the community and like seeing how big the community is. It's crazy. Like, and so many people started while we've been in quarantine. So I, I wonder, yeah. like, you know, if it wasn't for this time period, if there'd even be this many lifestyle podcasts. Like, I honestly think the time that we have just pushed people to do it because it right. is a scary thing to put yourself out there. Oh yeah not know what you want to talk about so I definitely think you have the time there's really no excuse to do it because it's crazy how many I've come across that are just starting out on on yeah on podcasting and seeing them on Instagram I'm like okay so I'm getting in at the right time and why not because everyone's supporting each other so it's been great yeah that's awesome so do you have any tips for people who are beginning a new platform whether that is podcasting or YouTube social media like any tips to kind of get them on get them on the go, I guess? I would say I honestly just kind of went for it. I watched some YouTube videos 
um, read some blog posts about it. I actually found, I don't know if you watch a lot of YouTube influencers, yeah. but Monica, I think it was Shelby Church. There's yeah, Quinn. she posted that a, video on it. Yeah, that's <laughs> video. Yeah. And I had already created one episode, mm. and then she had mentioned Anchor, where that's that's where I upload all my podcasts. And I just got this whole like, oh my gosh, I'm totally gonna do this. And so I downloaded an Anchor account, and then I moved my first episode over to that. And it's been so easy. And I re- I bought a microphone, and I just researched and just have kind of gone with it because what I've realized is don't compare to everyone else that's doing it as well because you're all at a different spot in your podcasting journey or whatever you want to go do whether it's YouTube or social media Um, and I feel you definitely learn as you go and that's kind of how you'll grow it and get better by figuring it out. I I 100% agree. It really, there should be nothing like holding you back. It's like, all you gotta do is go on Anchor and go for it. Anchor is so great in the sense that it's so easy to actually record. It's the simplest way, honestly. (laughs) So straightforward. Yeah. So, um... And so because it's a podcast on how to adult in your 20s, one of the Mm -hmm. questions I like to ask all my guests is what's been the most difficult part about adulting in your 20s so far? And then on the opposite side of the spectrum, what's been your favorite part about being in your 20s? Let's see. I'd say the most difficult part is, because I'm still in my early 20s, I'm 24, Mm -hmm. is just figuring it out because you definitely, or I graduated college two years ago it says 22 Mm -hmm. and you're kind of just thrown out into the real world like you're I don't live with my parents obviously because they're up in the Bay Area but figuring out finances trying to get a job just that whole struggle that you used to be able to go to your parents for I mean you can still call them Mm -hmm. but now you just want to do all that stuff on your own so So it's kind of scary and I'm like how to save money and then People are like, you got to invest it here. So, I mean, that's one. Finances Mm -hmm. are definitely a big thing. Yeah, definitely. Just honestly figuring out how to adult, really. But then (laughs) the exciting part is, is you're finally like free and on your own to enjoy life and to work in your first job because you've done school for your whole life. And it's just kind of exciting as well and a growing experience. So... Yeah, there, there's really honestly so much to learn. Like you're, especially when you're coming out of school and like you're literally like, what even is your 20s? Like, what do, what do I do now? <laughs> you know? Uh, honestly, I had no idea. I just went for it and just still figuring it out. But it's yeah, good. That's, that's really good. So um, let's get into the main topic of the episode with body image. So um, at what age did you notice that you first felt insecure about your body image if you did? I think it would have to be probably college, but more so specifically would be the year that I went to study abroad, which was my junior year, Mm -hmm. because I I went to study abroad in England and the food there obviously is fried and not the healthiest of meals, especially coming from San Diego where it's very health conscious, fitness all the time. And the drinking culture is huge in terms of just going out for a casual drink or going out on the town. Um, I definitely noticed throughout the year, but I did it for a full year. So by the end of my second semester, I noticed I gained 
a bit of weight more yeah. than I was used to. It wasn't drastic, but compared to what I was used to, um, that's when I definitely noticed it because before then, I'm sure, I know we all go through instances where we're not comfortable with what we look like, but that's when it hit me and I was like, whoa, I wasn't working out as much. And in high school, I danced and did cheerleading and it was very active. Yeah. And then going into college, I wasn't as much every day like I had used to be, so. And I think more social media was more present too, or I was more aware of it. So that definitely plays a factor. I don't know about you, but yeah, yeah that's what I've realized. I, I think for me, like it, it kind of happened at an even younger age, like when I was in high school. And mm -hmm. not that I was like, there was a huge like uh, weight gain or anything like that. But like, I don't know, I just remember starting to feel kind of insecure about my body image and just like, feeling like I should be going to the gym and stuff because I hadn't like like some of my other friends that started going to the gym and I was like and I and I wasn't doing sports or anything like that I realized okay maybe I should start going to the gym and like working out and then into university same thing with San Diego State I honestly felt pretty like insecure at first because like everybody is so fit like oh. <laughs> Gorgeous. And, I, I, I mean, people are just drop dead gorgeous in San Diego. So I was definitely just very aware of what I was eating and conscious. And then when I went abroad, my junior year, similarly, um, I actually I was kind of the opposite. Like I gained, I did gain weight because of yeah, food. but I like didn't have a care in the world because I was like whatever, like just with like like dating, quote unquote. Like I just felt like good about myself, I guess. I know. I honestly, I definitely wasn't self-conscious and yeah. didn't limit myself because right. I was like well I'm here yeah I might as well just fully enjoy it and live okay. it up and then I went with one of my best friends from college and I know by the end of it we got back I'm looking at photos and everything and that's when it made it more obvious that's where I I think I felt most self-conscious going into the gym at school so mm -hmm. Yeah, it's hard when you're at the gym at school and you see like all these fit people and and our gym is like a very open concept gym so you can literally be like in the cardio section and completely see people in like the weights area <laughs> and then I, I honestly felt it was so intimidating like do you know that one room where it's like all weights and it was like always like it's all the guys guys <laughs> every time I was so scared <laughs> to go there <laughs> it was so funny because I like wanted to go in there to use the squat rack and I just felt like only hardcore uh, gymmers were like in there. And I was yeah. like, I don't know if I belong in there. So I would just kind of stay out. There are weights and like uh, workout equipment like in the other room, but like that room was strictly like yeah, heavy that, weights and mm -hmm. stuff like that. I don't think I ever went in that room. Mm -hmm. Maybe I went and looked through it, but yeah, I would stay in the other area because that's where I felt <laughs> the most comfortable. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so when you felt like those insecurities and whatnot, like what did you do to combat those thoughts and feelings? I'm like so, glad that we're doing this episode because it's hard to think and look back yeah, on it but yeah. knowing now what I've tried to teach myself is how do you feel internally and physically like if you're going out on a run do you feel healthy mm -hmm. or after or with the foods that you're eating does your body feel healthy because ultimately that's what's the most important is if you feel healthy but if you're eating junk food all the time and or if you're like drinking and you're out you're just definitely not gonna feel as healthy mm -hmm. but it's easier said than done to think about that and so I know 
I've had to tell myself that. And also, I think it's when it's most effective is when I, or most present in that, oh, I don't think I look good or whatnot, is when you're scrolling through social media because yeah. it's obviously everyone puts their best lives on online. So yeah. it's, you just have to tell yourself like not everyone's like that it's okay and if you totally feel not healthy or want to make a change then take slow changes and don't do something drastic because like a fad diet isn't gonna yeah be effective in the long run yeah i i totally agree with that i find that when i'm scrolling through instagram that's when i feel the most mm -hmm. like kind of insecure or even like sometimes i actually scroll through instagram if i'm like <laughs> not motivated to work out and i like want to go yeah. through like fitness people then like it, it makes me more inclined to like want to go work out because i'm like okay they're they're working out like i should be working out um but yeah it's 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 hard like I, I think it's definitely a balance like trying to be confident with yourself um, but also like if you want to see a change knowing those fitness goals that you have in mind and just taking baby steps together yeah. because it's it's one thing to be like I want to lose 10 pounds like you said those fad diets or just like working out like two hours a day just doing cardio and thinking that will like get you to, to lose the weight really fast like even if you do that and let's just say you lose the 10 pounds you can then afterwards gain all the pounds back because like yeah. you don't, you're mm -hmm. not you don't want to be you know doing that to yourself every day so it has to be manageable exactly and i think i'm still i we're definitely all still learning because you can't say that you're fully 100 percent body yeah. confident because you go through in and out phases yeah, but definitely i actually recently i last week i had my friend on my podcast and she had done the body building competitions mm -hmm. you know the one where they're super ripped and yeah so tan. <laughs> and it was crazy because I was talking to her about the whole process and she said that her reasoning for doing it versus when she finished completely changed like she realized it wasn't about how she looked but it was more about how she felt like her body so now her mindset on fitness is how she feels versus what she looks like so yeah. But she said it was a growing experience for herself, both both physically and mentally. So that I, you know, I give her a lot of credit for doing that in the first place. I know those competitions are so hard. Yeah. It's um, there's a lot that goes into it that you don't really realize how much effort and work they put into it. Yeah, it really is because it's more than just clean eating. They yeah. had to measure things out. Yeah. Cut totally. things out, and it's for a short period of time. They gruesome. And yeah. definitely not a lifestyle that you want to keep up for <laughs> ever. <laughs> no, no. But I, I totally agree with you with what you're saying with like me mentality too. I think it's a lot of the reason why I, I've been working out like every day so far, which I normally never did in the past. Like I'm yeah. honestly very lazy. Um, but I think why I've been able to keep it up is because like mentally I just feel so much better. So it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of crazy. Oh yeah, it clears my mind so much to work out and yeah. go on runs and all of that. And especially being in San Diego, like running there oh, yeah. is just so pretty. <laughs> yeah, and I'm down by the bay too. So I just oh, that's go so run nice. along the bay. Oh it's gosh. so nice. That's so awesome. it's like, how can you not go for a run? Oh yeah, totally. So why do you think that people kind of obsess with their body image or their looks? I definitely think more so. I know we keep bringing it up, but I think it's because celebrities and social media and just the standard of beauty is what is being put out into the world mm -hmm. and so especially for the 
I feel so like hurt or want the younger kids to realize that that's just not what it not everyone looks like that especially um with media and magazine ads and all of that it's all most of it's photoshopped sometimes it could be i know like american eagle had done the whole campaign and they don't do any edits or anything but i definitely think it's just what the standard of beauty is these days and it's so hard to avoid everyone seems to fall victim to it and one thing that yeah. like i i don't look good here this i need to wear all this makeup and so yeah what do you think right now with like the american standard like what is the american standard of beauty well i noticed in i noticed in your notes you had mentioned like kim yeah. kardashian and that mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. definitely i I'm like, their hair is always changing and (laughs) perfect teeth. I definitely have noticed all the makeup and Mm -hmm. uh, perfect teeth and hair always changing. Um, So I feel like that's kind of what the look is. And I mean, don't don't come here, I love wearing makeup. I actually haven't even worn that much (laughs) makeup at all during this whole period of time because I haven't been going anywhere. But I always love doing my hair and and makeup and mm-hmm. it's kind of like oh i need to do it to go out just because everyone i think it's the put together look it's that's yeah it's so true and i think i was also talking about with um like the kim kardashian kind of look was even just with like the body type like you know and yeah and even just the surgeries like i feel like it's so crazy like how um common these certain types of surgeries are becoming um oh, i know with like not only like with um I know there's like a surgery or something where they take like the fat from like your stomach and they put it on your butt or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I, I'm like I'm, I'm not kidding. Like so that's like a thing. So when I hear about things like that, I'm just like almost so blown away because it's like to me that's just so not realistic and it's like yeah. And what body looks like that costs <laughs> so much money too, which most people yeah. can't afford to do that. So. I don't know I, I think it's so interesting seeing and then just seeing like young kids on TikTok now some of them I swear they look like they're like 18 they're honestly like probably 13 or 14 or, or whatever they look like really old and they're wearing all this makeup and I'm just like when I was your age I was not like this like oh my gosh no I did not even look like that at all even yeah. my sister she I swear she looks older than me sometimes based off of all her makeup and how she does it. It's like, yeah. how did you guys learn how to do this so well? I, like, I don't, and, and and for me, like, at that time period, I was kind of, like, I don't know if, if this was a phase where you went to, like, middle school, but where I went to middle school, like, it was common to be, like, kind of punk and, like, like, seen. So, like, I don't know if you know that. bangs. With the, the bangs like, and, like, the eyeliner. The and, <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's what I look like. I was like, you know, wearing Hot Topic shirt. It was bad. I was like kind of, I don't even know, but it, it was like a thing. And and so I, I laugh because I'm like, wow, these girls are just so different than how I was. Oh, I know. It's so different now. It's crazy to even look at. Yeah, it's 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 honestly super funny. So, you know, teach their own. And, and I'm not trying to say that like, you know, one way is better than the other. I think it's yeah, awesome no. that like girls at that age group can like uh, express themselves and Mm-hmm. Like know how to put on makeup because I like I, I definitely didn't at that age group. So. Yeah, not at all. When you're feeling low, what do you do to de-stress? Do you have any self-care tips that you like to do? 
if I'm feeling just in a funk, I definitely, I go on a run because it clears my mind and it just, all the adrenaline after makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. Um, I'll also try to journal sometimes just to get your thoughts out on paper. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't want to like tell anyone, you're just feeling in a funk and you want to write it down. Um, but I know personally, sometimes I get in a funk and it's just so hard to get out of it that you don't even want to do yeah. anything. I know sometimes I'll, I'll like sit outside or I'll be on the couch and I'm just, and I just can't explain it so mm-hmm. hard and I just don't even know what to do sometimes. I think sometimes it doesn't help to like scroll on my phone and just and distract myself through that seeing other people but yeah it's it's hard that's a hard thing and I'm still figuring out the best way to yeah get out of funks. No definitely. So what's been your favorite thing like during quarantine like self-care wise like do you are you self-care oh Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, self-care. I love I love doing face masks mm-hmm. and like beauty nights and pampering myself like that, especially doing my nails. They're not done right now, but <laughs> yeah, because you know, totally. everything's closed, so I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um wine nights with friends. Those yes, are fun I mean do. that's the famous your famous podcast name is Yeah, it's exactly. All about- <laughs> that's nice. Honestly, too, just being with your friends mm-hmm. helps a lot just to get out of that. Um, especially now because, I mean, I live with my friends. There's mm-hmm. four of us, so it's nice to have people around. But I could only imagine, especially in the beginning when they were telling everyone, don't go see other people. I just yeah. would feel so bad if you did live alone. Mm-hmm. It's even worse sitting in your own thoughts and doing journaling or going on runs won't help fully. Yeah, yeah, it's. I, I totally agree with that. I think there's a lot of people that were at home alone during this time period and um i can't imagine what that would like even feel like because for me i I love to be around people and and even that's why i love going to work because i love socializing like getting any type of social interaction so uh yeah but you know i think it's a good time to also discover like if you are by yourself like what makes you happy like on your own like what what are those things that like you never really had time to, before to do to like get you out of those funks? Like, whereas like, I feel like when sometimes when you're with your friends, like it's so easy to just like be with your friend, which is awesome. But like, um, you know, you don't get to like do the stuff for yourself. Like just, you know what I mean? On your own. Yeah. I definitely know that this is, I've been, there's been times when I've been alone. Um, if my friends are working or all of that or mm-hmm. doing, else and I'm trying to teach myself it's okay to be yeah yeah done because I love being around my friends or whatever of course course. um but it's it really is good to teach yourself like my high school best friend is so good at being alone and just organizing (laughs) her house or pampering herself or whatever but that's definitely a big thing that I think is important to learn yeah and i think it's like you're still figuring it out right like that's why it's like your 20s is so important because there's so much to learn about yourself and it's uh it's definitely a journey i am uh thinking about moving back to my condos like i'm currently at my parents okay and i'm debating going back to my condo where i live on my own normally um but because in canada they've opened it up so that five people can hang out now together so like if i wanted to see my friends you know i I could and I'm like 
kind of starting to get to, at that point at my parents' house where I'm like, yeah, I kind of need to be with friends. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I can't be with my parents anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. I know my sister had to move home from college and mm-hmm. go back and live with my parents. Yeah. When they wouldn't even let her go see her friends. And I know she's going crazy. Oh, man. It's like, I think now she's been able to see them at a distance. But yes, I know she's yes. like, I need to get out of my parents house (laughs) (laughs) the laws are so strict in california which is good i think it's good that they are taking it really seriously but i I know it's like they were really crazy strict like my friends were like yeah we weren't even allowed to like see our significant others or anything like that like you had to be like at home and yeah they've been so strict especially in the bay area things are opening up in san diego now which is really nice that's super exciting Yeah. yeah So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of all I have to ask you for today. Do you have any other remarks or anything that you want to say about this topic of body image? I definitely think it's, I'm glad we did this subject. And Mm -hmm. when you had presented it at first, I was like, wow, this is something I don't talk about a lot. Or I'll always just make comments, but it's a Mm -hmm. good conversation to put out there. So I'm glad that you did that and had me on. So I think this was good to think about because sometimes... You don't really reflect. You know, you make comments, like you put on your swimsuit, you're like, oh, don't like how I look. But <laughs> like, it's good to talk about and just address the issue because it is so common and especially in our 20s too. And we're still definitely figuring out and trying to get comfortable with ourselves. But no, this was a good, good conversation to be had. So I'm happy yeah. we had it. I, I thank you so much for being on here. I mean, it, it definitely was really fun for me. And I honestly really love this topic because I feel like everybody does kind of have these thoughts in their head. But yeah. exa- exactly like you said, it's something that you don't always realize. Like you're like, whoa, like I, I actually do like think about, you know, how I look in that bathing suit that one time or whatever, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the thoughts are. So um, I definitely think it's good to shed the light like on these conversations and just, you know, making it more normalized. like you know, you should love your body and, you know, exactly. And as just, much as you can be. Yeah, totally. And just know that everyone literally goes through this and thinks about it. So no one's alone yeah. in these thoughts. <laughs> Definitely. So yeah, thank you so much for being on here today. I really, really appreciate it. Um, where can we find you online? Yes. So my podcast Instagram is at unwind with Nat pod mm-hmm. and unwind is U N W I N E D like wine in the middle of that um and my personal instagram is at nat under dash christine p and yeah and you can find my podcast on spotify apple podcasts or yeah anywhere else that you listen to podcasts yeah awesome and then i'll definitely link her podcast instagram uh in the show notes so you guys can go look at her there so thank you so much for listening to today's episode i will talk to you guys in the next one okay bye